Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season four, episode eight, the one with Chandler in a box. Oh, I love this episode. I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, Ashley loves this episode. Um, Don't you? What's funny? I do. Um, What's funny is that when I was watching it, prior to recording our podcast as we always do to like refresh ourselves on the details um matt was two rooms away and he's like is this the one with chandler in a box nice one <laughs> and he's like i love this episode i was like i'm really impressed that you could tell two rooms away and like yeah paying attention um but he, his reasoning for liking it was that uh joey has more of a main plot line which i'm like mm, i mean he kind of has a lot of main plot lines but i don't know but he, but just he likes funny. he likes the he episodes likes that feature Joey. I guess so. I think um the yeah because of the Kathy thing the last few episodes have seen Joey in kind of a well I guess in the one he was kind of off screen the whole time right when he was away with Casey but maybe it's Casey. Yeah. I don't know. He he does have like a he takes a strong stand, and he only does yes. that a few times. Yes, maybe like it's that. Maybe he likes yeah. Joey. Like instead of just, Matt was saying something about like him normally just being like the comic relief, and here yes, he kind of right. has like he's kind of his own person and like yeah, standing up for himself. So I think it's more of that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I thought that was funny. The like two rooms away. Is this one the Chandler or box? Is this one the Chandler? Nice one, Matt. <laughs> and so Grand it's Club. Thanksgiving in the this Friends is maybe- universe. Is this my favorite Thanksgiving episode? I don't think it's my favorite. I know we, no, no, we said our favorite um, Christmas and New Year's episodes before. We didn't mm. say our favorite Thanksgivings, That's but this true. is definitely like. I think this might be my number two favorite one. What's your number one? I think my number one is the one with the flashback Thanksgivings. Do you oh, know what I mean? See, I don't like that one as much. You don't? I love the one with Brad Pitt. Oh, that one's really funny too, but no, I think I um I that one's okay. No, no, that one is that really one's funny. Okay? It's really funny. But I love the one where it's like you you know, like Judy Geller is like the boy who hates Thanksgiving and Monica like gets back at him and oh it's just so and their hair is just so funny. Yeah, I do love a good flashback, but for some reason I think it's because I don't like the part with Monica and Chandler present day in that episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're like fighting. Um, They're fighting. And like also it's like kind of contested that that's when he says I love you for the first time. But then he says it for the first time again. And I just, I don't know. See, I think the Brad Pitt one, I think it's funny, but I don't like how like Rachel was apparently really mean in high school, and now she's getting all like, oh, oh, and I'm just kind of like, get over yourself. Like, you were super mean to them, and why are you acting all hurt present day? I don't know. However, I want to play devil's advocate here. And just that guy wonder, needs an advocate. <laughs> he doesn't. That guy needs an advocate. That's all I've been saying. Um, I don't know if Rachel was mean to them as much as she was popular and doing her own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that I that just can be like, misconstrued as mean when it's just yeah, okay, that's um, true. not friends Even with. If, yeah. And I guess like popular or pretty people who are aloof get painted yeah, as being as rude instead of being shy or aloof yeah. or whatever. But I, I just, I'm also kind of just like she just acts so – she just makes herself the victim. And I'm like, get over it. Who cares? 
But it's so funny. I don't know. Like, Maybe I'd the... feel differently if, if oh, I also... knew that there was rumors about me. <laughs> okay, so according to this Vulture article, which is where all the hard-hitting news is, they rate the flashback episode as number one. So maybe I'm totally off here. Oh, because well, there is the part with more turkey, Mr. Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Phoebe. Which is really good. I just the love one that where one. Ross I don't know. Got I just... high, which is the one where Rachel is the trifle, <gasps> which is, that's excellent. That is. That's a I forgot about okay, maybe that that's a good is my one. favorite Thanksgiving. The one, episode. Okay, so who should I say tricked me? Tricked me. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. There is a I lot of Jacques Cousteau. Yes. I was gonna say, I feel like that one has so many funny random things going on, and it is all summed up in that one that one explosive little sequence. moment. Yes. yes. I wasn't Judy. supposed to put beef in the trifle. I love Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> Hot girls are waiting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So look, I think oh, that's my favorite Thanksgiving Chandler episode. Chandler in a box. The one with the rumor, which yeah, I think, I think that, that's still my favorite one. I just I think that Chandler in a box. Like I think I like this one so much too because it's um I don't know. It's just they're all together and it's unlike the other just, Thanksgivings. No, oh, I don't know. It's just <laughs> so funny. I just it is it. funny. It is funny. Um, it's the one kind of the iconic football. and. Yeah, that one's good. They're all the good. I love the Thanksgiving like dogs. Episodes. Oh, that one's funny. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. The, all the say hello to the winner of Chandler's new Stupid States Stupid game. Stupid States game. 56. Um, uh, yeah. Renee, uses that, Renee uses that quote all the time. Who say does? Say hello to the... You do. I do. The winner of Chandler's Stupid... Yeah, you said it to me like three or four times and it always makes me lol. Really? I don't remember saying it, but I'll take credit. Yeah. Um, the one with the late Thanksgiving, which is funny. But uh, also... It's okay. It's okay. And there's funny yeah. parts it's of not, it, but it's not... It's probably one of my least fa- favorite Thanksgiving yeah. episodes. Um, the one with Rachel's other sister, which I do love when they won't give... That one's her great. baby. Um, yeah, and that's it. So basically, all of the Thanksgiving episodes are golden. Totally. But they made that... They made them classic. Yeah. I think, yeah, maybe the one where Ross got high might be one of the funniest I, It's got to be. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Is that the one with the trifle? It yeah. tastes like feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ross is pretending <sighs> they don't like Chandler because Ross got him high or he got Ross high. Yeah. And but... um, the trifle and they want to go Monica help the hot lost... girls bring in the yeah. new world. And um, um, Monica lost her job. She did? Yeah, because isn't it she was going to ask for money and they were like, and they were like, no, they Ross, were going to tell, drugs. she was going to tell her parents that Chandler she moved was in. dating Chandler, yeah. That, oh, that's right. Yeah, because he moved in because they didn't even know that they were dating. That's right. Yeah. Um, but also, what is the one where, oh, I was thinking bringing the hot girls into the new world. Oh, where, is it the one where Chandler doesn't like dogs that joey is supposed to be on the um parade and he forgets <laughs> oh yes maybe that? oh i'm supposed to know. be there <laughs> oh gosh that one's pretty good hmm. but i don't really remember it's okay we'll eventually get to it we'll get there eventually <laughs> yeah that's true let's this talk about true. this one okay so this one is the one with Chandler in a box. And we've got 
you know yeah, joey is on. super pissed at chandler because he hooked up with his girlfriend and we're seeing this all play out and um i actually love the opening because it's like chandler trying to call joey and get him to talk to him which first i was like why is he calling him he lives there like he could just be home but maybe he thought if there's a little buffer maybe he'll talk to me well Um, and didn't he say that every time he like he walks in a room where joey is joey like storms out and slams the door and stuff that's true which we see happen so you're right um but then he like keeps calling and he keeps hanging up and then he makes ross call and he's like hey It's me. So I've got Chandler I've here. Got and Chandler he just Chandler <laughs> here. <laughs> well, uh, I thought you were gonna say your favorite was when he calls and he's like, hey, 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 hey. Yes, yes. 99.7. This yes. is the radio, like, you know, for one hundred dollars. Who is your best friend who's really sorry? Very and- sorry. <laughs> um, what's yeah. great about that is that Renee is also mm. the queen of fake radio DJ contest pranks which sounds niche and it is but um it is is niche (laughs) it is niche but so many times in college when we were bored like on a tuesday night or whatever Mm -hmm. we renee would just prank call our friends and pretend to be like the local radio station doing like a thousand dollar giveaway if you say the phrase that pays the phrase which was a real contest that they ran so you hear it all the time and it was one of the just like pop radio stations that everybody even if you and, don't listen to it on your own you listen to it around other people because it's just and didn't on. we have a friend who actually won it once yes and yes. so it wasn't fully out of the, so basically what you had to do was this pop radio station in our college town and i think you just had to like register your number on the website and they could call you at any time of day or night and when they called you had to answer and say the phrase that pays and if you yeah. did you got a thousand dollars Yep. And so everybody knew about it because, yeah, yep. as Renee said, like, even if you didn't listen to it, like, you know, you got in a friend's car, you were at a restaurant, like, yep. you're in the bank, like, you hear it all the time. And so Renee was <laughs> started calling all of our friends and being, and I'm pretty sure the radio DJ thing was like, I don't know if they would call and say, this is 99.7 or would they just say, yeah, like, we, they'd be like, this is 99.7. Do you know the phrase that pays? And then they would have to say it and you have to say it verbatim, like. A and the, like, it all counts. Yeah. And so it was something I like, don't think people pause long enough to say, like, I haven't signed up for this. They're just like, no. I'm going to win $1,000. <laughs> exactly. Because they all knew it. And so I think it was like, it was like, just say, it was like 99.7 plays the best hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. Like, something like that. Yeah, it like was something that. like that. And so what, what did, we had one friend who was like, 99.7 plays the best hits he from just the made 80s, one... 90s, and today's. And you were like, ooh, I'm sorry. It's not from the. It's of the. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man. <laughs> so upset and was like, please, you guys, please. And um, other friends did it. And we were like, OK, no matter what they say, just tell them they've won. And let's start seeing how much information we can get them to give us. Oh, my gosh. And weren't you like, because we weren't, we it was just so like four of us in a dorm room with like on speakerphone. So we weren't actually, mm-hmm. doing, but you were like, okay, please tell us um, your height and weight. Okay. Tell us mm-hmm. your eye color. Okay. Just for, um, just to verify that you actually qualify to receive the thousand dollars. Can you please give us your social security number? Mm-hmm. For tax purposes. <clears throat> and, 
and, and they did. Yeah, Everyone gave did. us everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. prank your friends if you need their <laughs> socials. I don't know. One of our friends got really mad at us, though. That's true. I think she was really upset because she could really use the thousand yeah. dollars, and she was Fair. very hurt. Didn't Sorry. see the humor in it at the time, which no. is, you know, it's all right. It's yeah. It's um, right. It that's happens. the risk you run with doing a kick-ass <clears throat> prank. <laughs> it's too real. It was it was really fun because every time they would say the phrase, the we're like, you won. Congratulations. OK, we're going to put you on hold and and transfer you to our uh, accounting office. They can get all your information. And then we would put the phone on mute and just laugh hysterically while we listened to them freak out and tell whoever they were with that they won. That they just won the phrase that pays. It was, it's mean, but it's also it's it was funny. I'm going to say I actually it. think like it's that sweet spot of a prank where like people have to be in. For it to be a prank, you know, like they have to buy into whatever you're selling. Yeah. But nobody gets hurt. Like if we were taking money from them and then not giving it back, that's not funny. If we no. were like, um, you know, I don't think it's ever a good prank of like somebody being hurt or like dying or anything like that. Or but thinking like, a family member is hurt yes. or dying. Like, But that's thinking not you either. won money, like, yeah, it kind of sucks at the end, but. Also, when because we were like telling them once they gave us like tons of personal information, we were like, oh, by the way, it's just us. This is your friends calling bored from the dorm. Yeah. Your former friends. Most people left. Once we got. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. No. It was really fun. (laughs) I actually used to do so many more prank calls and I don't know why I don't still do them more. Like I I can. I'm pretty good at them. Renee is so good at them. They're niche. But. I have a friend, actually, my friend Adam, who wrote and produced our theme song for Best do, Friends Club do, podcast. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, 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 he got pranked repeatedly for several years, like had somebody call him. I don't remember all the details, but basically like the same person calling him, like knowing the same things about him, asking him the same Ooh. kinds of questions. And he is still convinced that it was me. <laughs> He's like, you used to do that kind of crap all the time. And I still think it was you. And I think that you're just not owning up to it. I'm like, but I would own up to it because it's more fun for me to get the credit than right. it is for it to last until my dying day. Um, because he said it hasn't happened in like a decade, but <clears throat> he's still really convinced it's me. <laughs> and you're going on the record to say it's not you? I'm going on the record. It isn't me. If it was me, I would want to take credit for it by now. Is it creepy, it's not. like the stuff they know about him? I don't know. It was just that he it was he was convinced it was me because they knew things about him from like earlier in his life and like college right. times and like adult life. And I wasn't friends with him in high school or before, but I know a lot of people that he knows that were. So I like am privy to a lot of that information. That's right. You could easily um, find it. Right. So I, it would it would be really easy for me to know something like about his entire life because I know enough people from all the phases. But, um, Adam, it's not me. I'm sorry to say. Your stalker is still out there, Adam. I really wish it was me. I wish it was me because I'd love to take credit for it. Mm. So, um, if anyone needs any prank calls done, let us know. Slide into our DMs because Renee is your girl. I am your girl. I love a good prank call. It's so much fun. She's so good at them. Um, so joey starts to fall for this prank call and then unfalls for it when he realizes it's chandler (laughs) just trying to yeah um and yeah i mean he's really mad and i understand why he's mad um 
it's not like a fun thing to go through but also I kind of go back to you know the Ross thing where like I think Chandler just needs to let him feel the way he feels for a minute um yeah totally he's trying to rush him through the phases yeah his feelings are are 100% valid and it's been like I would imagine we'll say it's been a week to be generous yeah um and that's just a really fast time but you know it's that thing where you don't want them to be mad at you because you didn't want to hurt them but also you wanted what you wanted more so you know you did it and I don't doubt that Chandler like is in a bind and in a tough spot oh yeah it doesn't sound like he totally regrets what he did it sounds like he because he and this like this isn't really the hill I'm trying to die on here but it's like um when he's like I'm sorry okay I'm sorry it's like he almost sounds more like I didn't ask to be like head over heels in love with this woman and I'm sorry that that's how it's played out but I don't think he's sad that now he and Kathy have hooked up because he kind of keeps right. it up. Totally. Um, um, so yeah, I think he just needs to be like, I am sorry for how things played out. I never would have, it's not how I imagined it would go and I never wanted to do it, I, but yeah. what I did was wrong and I can't apologize for my feelings, but I can't apologize for how they made, for my how actions. they affected, yep. yeah, our actions yep. and, and how they affected you. And yep. I take ownership of that, but he's not doing that. He's just saying, he's like, not. I'm sorry that that's how it happened, but I like her, so you have to forgive and, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, It is interesting, though. I don't know if you were going to get to this or I'm jumping, but like when Joey mm-hmm. is packing stuff up and Ross is like, give him a chance to explain, you know, and Joey's yeah. like, if he would have kissed Rachel, would you have... Mm-hmm. Um, and Ross is like, good point, and like lets yep. him. But I was kind of like, I go go back and forth because part of me was like, okay, this totally is different. different. Yeah. It's totally different. Ross and Rachel were dating for a year. Yeah, they were very committed. That you know what I mean. Like yeah. it was a completely different situation. Joey was out on a date with another woman at the time that this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that doesn't mean that it's okay to cheat because Joey was not like two wrongs don't make a right. No. But um, but I guess what's what I where I kind of sympathize here is that like for Joey, they've only ever known him as having these like meaningless casual relationships where he doesn't care that much. He's not invested. I mean, he didn't even want to buy her a birthday present. He was like, oh, you know, he was dating someone else at the time. But I guess maybe. He had just come to the realization that he actually really did care a lot about her. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? As I'm saying this, I'm working through it. It's therapy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think he. I think it's less about his feelings for Kathy and more about his feelings of betrayal from his friend. 100%. And I yeah, think that okay. he expresses that um, in the episode before. He's like, if you just would have told her, if you would have told me how you felt, I would have backed off. You know? Yeah. And it, yeah. of course, it's easy to say that in hindsight. Um, yeah, I don't. That's true. I don't know that that's exactly how it would have played out. Like it still could have been a really awkward situation. And but I, I think that the way you said it is right. It's the betrayal of someone who you never thought would go behind your back in such an extreme way. Doing so is just yeah. a really bitter pill to swallow. Like, okay, well, if you do this, then what? You know, you go down that rabbit hole. Like, if you would do this to me, like, what else does that mean you would do? Yeah, and you it's just, and, and like, it's hard to, go to reconcile. To, 
I guess he, well, he did kind of cover it up for a little while. He didn't go to Ross lengths to cover it up. He wasn't like running around town. But I mean, yeah, he was like, you did this hurtful stuff and then you kept me in the dark. And like, yeah, it's really hurtful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it just really sucks. There's no way to get around it. But I think that sometimes, you know, time heals all wounds, they say. And I think that Chandler should continue to, you know, be is benevolent the right word i don't think so because that means kind Mm, i don't think so he should continue to to apologize for his actions but also give joey the space repentant was that what you're thinking repentant Um, yes that's what i was going for like i i mean if it was me i'd be like kind of what i said before like i can't apologize i can't apologize for how i feel because it is how i feel however the way I acted and the way it played out was yeah, I shouldn't have very unfair to you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I understand that you're upset. I would love to talk about this because you're when important you're to me when you're ready. And maybe I'll check in in a couple of days, but like you have to give people space. When you like badger them, it does not make them want to forgive you any faster. Let this be a lesson to everyone out there. Badgering does not. Um, and I, I guess that for Chandler. Good at the time. I get that for Chandler, that's his home. So it's kind of like maybe that's why it's like, well, you know, I have to see him and I have to live there. So we have to make this work. But um, where's Ross living at the time? Could he like go stay at Ross's or something for a few days and just try to give Joey some space or like just be out of the house during the day and just kind of come home? And I know it's awkward, but like like that's what he is doing. I would assume he's staying with Ross or Kathy based on the phone calls. Ah, gotcha. Um, Oh, yeah, of course. But I think the insult to injury here is the pit, the, uh, the guilt furniture, you know, like as a reminder, just surrounding Joey at all times. Like rather than yeah. talk to me about what he did wrong, he went out and spent $2,000 to cover it up, you know, like a guilty which husband makes, buying jewelry. Yeah. And I think we talked about this before, like, which then it reminds you that like, I'm a naive idiot. I had no yeah. idea. And everyone else was probably aware. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah, I was just naive sucks. and thought everything was great. And it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um. But I love when Ch- uh, Joey and Ross are talking and he's like, well, with Chandler out of the way, there's room for you as my best friend. <laughs> and he's like, well, as your best friend, my first act is to get you to talk to Chandler. And he's like, uh, if you weren't if my best friend. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sweet, simple Joey. And you know what? I, I have realized, um, <coughs> I heard this a few years ago, and it, it just reminds me, it just is, it's so true. And I think about it all the time. You, you can't be, you can't actually hate somebody and be angry at them. You have to care to a certain extent, either about the situation or about the person in order to be angry. Isn't hating, like, isn't that such a strong thing that it, there's like, like if you didn't care about somebody, oh, that's what you're trying to say. If you didn't care about somebody, you wouldn't hate them. Right. Like if you're because just like I mean I just you'd be apathetic and you'd be you'd like be apathetic whatever right. you want to do I don't um, I don't I never want to hear from you again I don't care because yeah. even yeah. like you know I mean a really simple way to think about it is like a celebrity you've never heard of dying you're like oh that's sad but I'm not invested like I don't have any feelings towards them but like yeah. I don't know maybe that's a bad example but you can't like him being angry if he was just like no this guy's out of my life I'm moving out like I don't want to deal with this type of emotional yeah. abuse um that would be different because he would just be like i'm done 
I am done. Yeah, I'm. But yeah, if you're you hurt, off. it's because you care. And so yeah. Chandler should take that as a, a sign, as Ross should have, that well, these people I actually care. I kind of feel like Chandler is maybe getting bad advice from Ross. Oh, <laughs> and weird. nobody else in the I group. <laughs> either either nobody else in the group is saying like give him time and stop pulling a Ross, or mm-hmm. he's just not listening. Um, but I do I do see where he's kind of when he's like you know I'm packing up and I'm moving out or whatever. Um, he thinks like oh my gosh I'm losing this guy you know so it's almost like yeah. try harder instead of like let him have some time like he'll mm-hmm. be back in your life I don't know I yeah I'm yeah. with you you need to give him some time let him hang out with Ross let him hang out with his other friends you just yeah. remove yourself for a little bit I also know <laughs> when you're the Chandler in the situation you're just panicking because he's panicking. you know what you did was wrong and you're trying so hard to the end it that you'll just try anything because you're desperate yeah. you're desperate yeah. to go back in time but since you can't go back in time how do you make this end as soon as possible? Not only because you hate seeing how painful it is for that person, but it's painful for you too. Yeah. You don't um, want to be in the part, situation. The part you didn't factor in when you like betrayed them was how painful it was going to be for you to endure this, you know? That's um, we say this sometimes. I don't know. I'm sure we've said it on here on the podcast, but we often Renee and I often say this to each other is like the whole like, oh, I didn't want to tell you about it because I didn't want to hurt you. And right. it's like the hurtful thing was the act that you did, mm-hmm. not telling me the truth about it. The truthful telling the truth about it is hurtful for you, the person who did you. the betraying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. And that's so, what we're seeing play out here. Yeah, and people just don't factor that part in when they when they betray somebody. <clears throat> um, not that I think it was premeditated or you know whatever, but. Um, I don't think he wanted to hurt Joey, but I think he wanted what he wanted, which was Kathy. And, yeah. you know, you kind of like, you make a choice. Uh, and even your lack of choice is a choice kind of thing, you know? Yeah, well, he allowed himself to be in the situation. Yeah. She allowed yeah. it. To, you know what I mean? They both, Yeah. neither of them yeah. were like, Joey's not yeah. here. Don't cut my hair. Get out of my apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Or even like to have the kiss and be like, whoa, this isn't okay. And then to like step back. And reassess, and immediately but they just leave. kept yeah. kissing. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, so Joey's pissed, obviously. And um, I, I love when he's like, I know Joey's mad. He just keeps speaking in Italian and he only knows the bad words. Mm-hmm. And so I had to look up what Vafo Napoli means. I can assume. Go F yourself. Well, yeah, that's kind of the implication, but it literally means go to Naples, which is oh. saying like saying go to hell because Naples Ouch. is like... Gross, That's mean apparently. to people yeah. from Naples. What a burn. Um, however, I have a friend who went to Naples. I have two friends. One that was like, don't ever go to Naples. Really? And the other one who was like, I booked a trip to Naples. What should I do? And the other friend was like, you should try to get out of it. She's wow. like, well, it's kind of too late. And so they went and they were there for one night. And she's like, her and her husband went. And she's like, literally, after being there for like four hours, I was like, calling my parents and crying she's like a 30 year old grown married woman (laughs) she's like i was like on the phone with my parents crying because i didn't know i didn't even we didn't even feel safe enough to go to the train station to get to another town is it that bad it's like 100 percent run by the mafia and sketchy 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 so apparently if you're planning your not that anybody's going to italy anytime soon but if you ever get to go apparently skip naples I had no idea. 
I didn't either until my friend Anya was like, it is <sighs> thank horrible. Thank you, Anya. Um, wow. Thank you, Anya. And so, um, so Anya kind of warned us. And then my other friend Leah unfortunately got that warning um, post booking too late yeah. so yeah Yikes. and it was they were only going for two days so they're kind of like oh it can't be that bad and apparently it was so maybe skip naples on your tour to italy but yeah Dang. apparently vafonopoli which makes sense va is go in spanish voy vas va vamos on um go to naples like go to hell like f you yeah um i was wondering in Italy on TV because obviously this is like quite an offensive <laughs> phrase what did they play did they just put like um, maybe their censorship is different because like in New Zealand you can say the f word on TV as long as it's right. like not you know like daytime children's television mm-hmm. um but I always so if any if any of our viewers are out there viewers what if any listeners <clears throat> are out there if um, you guys can see us right now we have bigger <laughs> problems yeah we're we're concerned um if uh yeah if you know what they've played on italian tv hit us up and let us know i never thought i mean i could also google it that's such an interesting point i'd rather hear from a a a friend so if you're out there and you know the bit yeah because i was wondering i was like well that's probably had to be like bleeped out and like don't know if that hand gesture is kind of like giving the finger yeah kind of Um, it's it's not um it's not great do you know what i love Uh, though is um that all happens because joey walks in um, to the coffee shop and he sees Gunther and yeah. he's like, I can't remember. Oh, it's because Ross was like, you need to go talk to Chandler. And so he's like trying to find Chandler to talk to him, right? So he goes to the coffee shop and he's like, hey, Gunther, have you seen Chandler? And Gunther goes, I thought you were Chandler. <laughs> and that made Ben laugh out loud because it is really good. Oh, and he's like, is. oh, well, one of you's over there. <laughs> and one of you's over there. And it's Chandler and Kathy. And this is probably like, I love myself some... Um, Matthew Perry but this is like not his fault I don't know how I would have acted this out either but I hate when he's like holding hands and like so sad emo you know like we're our love is so mm-hmm. under siege with him and Kathy and then he's like oh oh hey Joe and acts like <laughs> it's just weird well oh, it's it like it's heebies. kind of like the episode where um, with Monica's Thunder where Ross and Rachel are like making out in the hallway and she's like, no one was supposed to see that kiss. And Monica's like, oh, was that so you did it in the secret hallway where nobody ever no goes? Ever like, goes. yeah, that I feel that way about the coffee shop. Like, if you are trying not to rub this in Joey's face, maybe don't go to you guys as like watering hole. Maybe go somewhere and, else yeah. down the block and try to give him some chance of not having to watch you make out. I don't know. Like, yep, it just feels like a bad choice to me. There are Starbucks all over Manhattan, like. There you are could a million go somewhere other places. Else. They could there are a million yep. other places. Um, even somewhere two doors down where like <laughs> you probably don't think he's going to go is a better and choice than a And not in a window shop. seat. Yes. I mean, yeah. So, you know. But yeah, then he's Fafonopoli. Um <laughs> Renee keeps yep. swearing. I'm sorry, all our I Italian know. listeners. Sorry. We're gonna get we're gonna get an an expletive on our podcast this week. <laughs> parental guidance. Um, parental guidance <clears throat> suggested. Um, but yeah, so he you know goes up there and he's like you know if I would have known that it, I was gonna do this to you if we still had the entertainment. Well, hold center. on, hold on, hold on. So oh. so Chandler so Joey says that and then storms out and that's when. Yeah. Chandler rushes upstairs after him and he sees that Joey's packing and he's like, I'm leaving. Oh, I'm going right. to my parents. Yeah. And that's why he's just like, that's when it really kind of escalates to be like, 
okay, he's not getting over this, which, like, mm-hmm. fair enough. He just saw you necking with his girlfriend. Necking? Um, I'm just taking a page out of your book. You said necking last week. Did I? <laughs> Sounds like good. Yeah. And so he's like, so he, yeah, so I think that's where Chandler starts freaking out again because he's like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually going to lose my friend over this. He's leaving the vicinity. Mm-hmm. He's going to go stay with his folks for a few days. Yeah. And so he offers, I wish it was me that was in that entertainment unit so I could prove to you. Oh, because Joey was like, if I would have known how, what a crap friend you would have turned out to be, I wouldn't have worried so much about it. Yeah, he says, like, when like, I was in I that wish, entertainment Yeah, I was, I was so worried about letting you down. You down. Yeah. Like, yeah, which is so sad. And, I mean, he did, and Chandler was pissed. And was um, very mean about it. He was very mean about it, even though, I mean, Joey, you, like, got in there voluntarily. Come on. I know. I get it. <laughs> um, like, it's really not an apples and apples situation here, but I understand, yeah. like, the feeling of, like, I cared about you so much. I was so upset because I let you down, and you, like, did this to me. And Chandler's like, I wish I could get that entertainment unit and lock myself in there and prove to you how much you mean to me. And he's like, we got a box. So so good. And so it goes. So he gets, Chandler gets in the box with the one hole. And um, do you kind of think this is uh, reminiscent of Ross being willing to drink the fat to me? Um, Yeah. A thing that doesn't actually... Do it doesn't actually make the situation any better, but it proves that you are li- literally willing to do anything <laughs> to make it yeah, better. Yeah, it's one of those like I'll humiliate myself or like yeah. I'll make myself uncomfortable or yeah, I'll do something, I'll do something painful and humiliating yeah. to prove Which to is you that I'm so sorry. funny. But I could yeah. see how it would work. Like there is something about being like I'm laying myself down here, and I know I screwed up, so I'm willing to do this bad thing to try to make it up to you even though it like can't be made up for which is just kind of funny I also think Um, that when it gets to that point it kind of means that the other person is like ready to forgive now finally you know like totally because 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 Chandler this whole time has been sitting there being like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry how can I make you see that I'm so sorry you know because he's like again like I can't take it back but what can I do and so I kind of feel like you could see how Joey this whole time could have been thinking in his head, like, there's plenty of things you could do. You could break up with Kathy. You could, you know, you could do this. You could do that. And so him thinking like, oh, you'd have gotten the box? Okay, well, we got a box. Like, Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so he gets in the box and <laughs> he, you know, is pulling all these jokes and pretending to yeah. knock on the door and, He's you know. Not- doing any good thinking i agree with joey here that he is not doing any good thinking in there he's just yucking it up he is he just he's just sitting in a box trying to still make jokes and he's not um what's the what's what's the word like he's not like the whole point was he was supposed to humble himself right and like kind of almost like just humiliate himself in this box and he's not he's still trying to be the funny guy and whatever yeah Well, and it's like, you know, there's – it's kind of like a penance thing. Like, he's kind of like – this is his offering, is is him, yeah, like you said, like, making himself be stupid in this box. Yeah. But, like, him still – it's like being a kid being in timeout and still getting to hang out, you know? Like, you don't get to hang out when you're in timeout. Yeah, yeah. So you're supposed to be thinking about what you did. Um, And you can't think about what you did if you're just making jokes the whole time. So I agree – if this is going to count for anything, he does need to take it seriously. And um, so he finally tightens up 
and Kathy comes over mm-hmm. after Chandler finally like shuts up for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he she goes over and she's like, I can't stand how this is playing out. I never wanted to come between two best friends. Da, da, da. I'm going to go to my parents. Would have been and good he, for her to do like a few uh, weeks yeah, earlier. Yeah, I know. But that's I was okay. You're with us now, Kathy. <laughs> you caught up. She didn't um, think it through. Kind of like you said, she sort of, she, you said that before, like she was in the position where she could have broken up with Joey or she could have mm-hmm. just removed herself. Yeah. Um, and she didn't. She kind of, it seems like also felt pulled, but now it's yeah. like she didn't really think through the logical conclusion. Or I guess maybe she right. thought it could have been fine and Joey would have stepped aside. I don't know, but... She's now realizing that she's coming between these two best friends. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know, and like you could do something and and hope that playing the victim works out, but it doesn't always. So <laughs> yeah, um, so she's kind of like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go to my parents. Da da da. And Chandler, bless him, does the right thing yeah. and stays quiet. Stays and silent. And I think that that. I agree with Joey because I I can totally see myself in that situation being like so incredibly mad at somebody but like seeing all their happiness like essentially stripped away and them sticking to what they told me they would do I would be like oh my gosh stop like go right go get what so makes you happy back it's good because it's like the whole problem was that he felt betrayed but like here's Chandler finally actually getting to kind of like quote unquote make it up for him when he's like yep okay, like, I'm not fighting for myself here. My friendship with Joey is more important than dating this girl. Totally. So. Um, Joey's just a big, sweet softy. I know he is. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So he's like, go get her. Go get her. Mm. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. Happy ending. The end. The end. I probably wouldn't have watched them make out on the street like Joey did afterwards from the apartment <laughs> balcony. But um, that's funny anyway. So it's good. Um, it yeah, is it was funny, though, sweet. how you can go from being like mad at somebody to like sad for them at the same time. And I think that's love. Like that is love right there. Yeah. Um, because I could well, be super mad at Matt. And if something yeah. like hard happened for him, I would instantly stop being mad at him <laughs> and yeah. like want to comfort him, you know. That's right. And I think Not it was you, just though. like, oh, thanks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like the initial shock for Joey was what was making him so mad because mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. so betrayed and hurt. And then, you know, he kind of had to like, you've got to let people feel their feelings. Like you can't you really rush do. the grief process or the, you know, like also there's just this whole thing. And I think maybe everybody knows this now because we've, we're sort of going through global trauma together on many fronts. Um, but like you cannot dictate how people mourn something. And I think right. that's why it's so hard. Like I'm, now I'm getting on a real tangent, so I'll wrap this up. But like, yeah, try to try to come back to home base. You know, you're, she's playing the music to like cut me off stage for my acceptance. You know, when like you watch a true crime drama or like you hear about something and you're like, that person seems guilty because the way they acted after it happened, I would never, like no normal mm-hmm. person would ever act like that. And it's actually like, do you know what? This, like a lot of studies into human behavior shows that like when people are hurt or grieving or there's trauma that's happened, like you cannot predict behavior. And so no. people acting all weird and irrational 
that's, you can't say that that's abnormal. Um, right. <clears throat> and so, yeah, so I kind of feel like with this one, ch- you know, Chandler was really trying to just like short circuit Joey's grieving mm-hmm. process. And anyway. Yeah. Well, they made up. Yay. And Chandler in yeah. the box. And uh, do you want to talk about Monica's eye? Yeah, because I feel like the last two kind of go together. Um, Monica's making Thanksgiving dinner. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Potatoes are ruined. Um, And she is, you know, in charge of everything. And uh, very aggressively trying to get ice out of her freezer for something. Oh, she's trying to like... She's try- it's like it looks like it like um, it freezes over. over. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was trying to like scrape something. It's one of those like 1940s freezers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she gets a flick of ice in her eye. Ouchie. And ouchie. And it burns. <laughs> and they're like, well, you need to go to the eye doctor. And she's like, well, my eye doctor's Richard. I can't go see him without a boyfriend. <laughs> Monica. Um, which, I can just hear Monica's that's, – that's Monica's mom's voice in her head, poor thing. I think I would probably feel the same way of my, like, very good-looking boyfriend who I only broke up with because he didn't want to have kids with me. I think I would – it's like a save face thing, you know? I'd like, lie. Yes. I have a boyfriend. Guess, We're doing great. We're super happy. You're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you want to hear something terrible? Always. Okay. It's not terrible, but I'm just like, okay. I've never thought of it that way. On the – premise of lying about having a boyfriend but you're totally right she could have just lied yeah um or talked about pete like they were still together duh yeah yeah Um, yeah but i read a thing the other day that was like you know when a guy hits on i know where you're going with this (gasps) yep and he won't leave you alone until you tell you say you have a boyfriend yep but somehow he has more respect for the man he's never met Instead of the woman yep. sitting right in front of him, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so angered by this thought. So I thought <gasps> about that before because, oh. there's, you know, you're out at a bar with your friends or you are like at the bank, like trying to do something super normal. Women who are listening will totally get this. You, you guys know. And it's like, you're just trying to live your life. And a guy comes up, and I'm not saying that you're like, eh, get away, no, you know, but sometimes it is like super weirdo dudes because they usually have the most confidence for whatever reason. Um, They come up and hit on you. This happened to me at the gym. Uh, It's actually happened a few times at the gym. And it's like, you can't just say to a guy, no, thank you, I'm not interested because they'll continue to pester you. Come on, why not? Just give it a shot. What, what, why not? And then to the point where you have to be so firm that then they're like, you're a bitch, da, da, da. You know, like this is, I'm not making this up. This has all happened to all of us. And so it is just easier because one of the first questions they ask you, do you have a boyfriend? And if you say no, they think that there's a chance. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. it is just easier to go, yes, I have a boyfriend. And then they go, oh, okay, good day and leave you alone. And that has made me so mad before because I'm like, I shouldn't have to lie about having a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I should be able to say, no, I don't, but no, my no you. means no. Right. When I tell you no, that means no, regardless of, no, I'm not Ugh. a lesbian. No, I don't have a boyfriend. I'm just not interested in you, sir. I'm sure you're lovely. Respect my my answer. That, oh my like, I'm getting angry right now. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm 100% with you. And when you put it in those plain terms, like, he has more respect for a guy he's never met than for the woman uh-huh. right in front of him. Like, yeah, think about that, guys. 
And I'm like, I used to, when I waited tables, I would wear a fake ring <sighs> because it was easier than like getting hit on. Having to fight time. off like belligerent guys who won't yeah. listen to you saying well, you're not like, interested. Yeah. So like I, you know, obviously everybody's gone on 10,000 walks during quarantine, but um, my gym just opened back up at like a very limited capacity and it's less than a mile from my house. So I've been walking there oh, and cool. I got cat called and I was like, <laughs> we're still, we're still doing that. Like we're still doing like, the cat call thing. Honey, it's 2020. Um, you got to put that away. And it's one of those things where you're just like, I can't even take a compliment for this because I am I was walking back from the gym so I had not only walked there and back but I had worked out so I had almost two like almost an hour and a half of straight sweating going on and it can't be because it looked good you know no regardless of what men try exactly regardless of what men try to tell you or I use as an excuse catcalling is never a compliment about how you look it is a power play yeah and I was like, wait, so we're still doing this? But also, I haven't been catcalled in so long, probably because I don't like, I'm not like on main streets a whole lot. Maybe. Yeah. Um, like, I don't, like, I live right off of main street, but I typically don't walk along the main street because it's just not my neighborhood. You know, it's nicer to walk yeah. through the houses and whatever. But I was like, wow, I forgot how annoying that is. That, that was And <laughs> it's just, it's been a while. But, you know, I told, I also, when I told Matt, still got it. I still got it. Getting cat I was going to say, because you probably often go for walks with Matt. And so I've noticed that, like, I go for walks right. with Ben around oh my neighborhood. Oh, my gosh, yes. And whenever I go for walks without Ben, not it's not like I'm getting catcalled every time. But, you know, it never happens when yeah. I'm with Ben no. because it is a power play over, like, mm. you are a single woman. I am a man that can assert dominance in this space it's just it's not comfortable you feel quite vulnerable and yeah it's and that's exactly it it's like it's not like they're getting to know me or can even see me they couldn't even see you they just could they they recognized the shape of a woman and so it has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with it's not a compliment (laughs) it's not um (sighs) that's how we feel about it yeah that's how we feel about it we really went on a tangent there but i forgot about having to fake a boyfriend because I have one now. So yeah, exactly. I don't have to lie anymore. But it's super annoying. Um, but um, yeah. So anyway, Monty can't can't go to the eye doctor because she doesn't have a boyfriend, you know, I guess. So um, Phoebe's like, that's garbage. I'm calling. Yes. And I love it. She's like, like, I remember his office number. OK, speed dial seven. It's speed dial seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they get her in the on-call doctor. Perfect. We love that. Very excited about not Richard Burke. Richard. That's yes. fantastic. Um, they get to the eye doctor and they're like, Dr. Burke will see you. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm supposed to see the on-call doctor. And they're like, yeah, it's Dr. Burke Dr. Jr. Timothy Burke, his Dr. son. Dr. Timothy um, Burke. And I love how Rachel looks at her like, like she's just like, I cannot uh-huh. wait to see how this plays out. <laughs> Yes. And it's the guy from Never Been Kissed. He's the teacher from Never Been Kissed. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. You're right. Um, and I'm sure other stuff, but that's where I mostly Yeah, but mostly that. Yeah. From. yeah. <laughs> um, we were watching a show the other night, and the, Matt was like, that's the guy from Black Panther. I haven't seen Black Panther, so I thought he was talking about Michael B. Jordan. I was like, that's not Michael B. Jordan. He goes, no, Michael B. Jordan is the bad guy. This guy's the good guy. But he was like, you know, a tiny role in the show from 10 years ago but i was like behind every big marvel star is a string of network one-offs you know yeah that's how you get your start um (laughs) but anyway uh 
the they go and get her eye checked out and he's like yeah looks like you're gonna have to wear an eye patch oh before that sorry i love when he's like oh maybe it's after and he's like the last time i saw you you were standing outside the dairy queen oh yeah she was like yeah probably just waiting for it to open (laughs) oh bless oh chubby little monica i love her we love um but yeah so he's like yeah yes but then i patch and she's like okay cool um and uh, she somehow but invites then, him to dinner, and I don't actually remember how that happens. Well, because she's like, oh, you must have, like, big family dinner plans, and he holds up his, like, sack lunch, which I don't oh, know why he had right. to bring that to the office, but whatever. Because he's like, I was going to spend the weekend or the, the night with my girlfriend, but That's then we broke right. up, we broke so up I don't have any. Honestly, I think it's – I mean, I was like – they make this whole big deal about it because they're like – this is so sick. This is so gross and weird that like he's coming over for dinner. And she's like said something about like going out. But I'm like, you're not going out. He's coming over. Like he was alone on Thanksgiving. And so you invited him to your like full house dinner. It's not like the two of you are having a romantic candlelit evening. Yes. But I think what's sick about it is that they know that she's interested whether yeah. Pokey Valentine knows that he has a girlfriend or not. Well, I guess he um, kind of does because when they're talking about it on the balcony, he's like, yes. yeah, I did almost cancel because I thought it was weird. So I'm like, okay, I guess like they both know where this is going. There were obviously sparks, some sort of sparks flying. But yeah, so she invites him over and he brings wine. and um, Her flirting like a pirate is uh, such a vibe. It's <laughs> well, first of all, Monica, this haircut. I know. Dudley Moore. It's not good. <laughs> I don't like it. Not a no, fan. I actually prefer her with long hair, except for when she has like the really um, like scraggly end long hair. Oh, yeah. No, I love the straight bob too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as far, that's the only short hairstyle I like on her. Otherwise, I think her hair looks better long. But yeah. that's just my personal preference. Um, but yeah, this weird like, um, I want to manager haircut. Yeah. It's not it's good. very shiny and shiny and it's straight in some places and spiky in others and it's very Teased. remnant of the 90s so i yeah. get it but um there's only so much we can do in in uh hindsight but um so yeah she's like flirting like a pirate and everybody knows it's weird <laughs> because it's his her ex's son and they're like yeah i really want to be able to use the term that's not how your dad used to do it <laughs> um oh, like I just I yeah, it's weird. I wouldn't touch ooh. it with a ten foot pole, but I no. also think it would be fine to invite him to a dinner to be nice. Absolutely, if you could keep it in your pants. Yes, agree. but but apparently neither of them can. They're trying to get out of their pants the whole time, <laughs> and you know they go on the balcony. And first of all, okay, so they're out on the balcony, and she's like, "Oh, this always happens." And I was like, "What always happens? You can't put your arm in your jacket, like." it's just all flirty it, oh, it's just it's, yeah. the whole thing is like a ooh, help me ooh, this is an excuse ooh, look, for you my, to have to my touch pants me pants have come undone <laughs> Ooh, look did you ever did i ever tell you about that time i hiked might mount kilimanjaro <laughs> um oh. anyway I, yeah so they're like flirty flirtersons and <laughs> she he like smokes a cigar which once again hello are you having deja vu is it was just it a me? cigar yeah oh gross yeah which is what richard smoked you know yeah. like father like son oh, dear. and um 
then they're like, it's not weird, right? Like, it's totally normal. It's totally cool. And then they kiss and they're like, <laughs> yeah. <What? clears throat> and uh, she's like, no, no, that was fine. That was a good kiss. That but then was he's like, good oh, no. Kiss. It reminded you of. And she's like, don't say it. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things like, not that I think this is a good idea, but I feel like hooking up with him would be fine. Long term is never going to work. Like never. Of course not. What? Are, how, never. Are, how are they going to bring the grandkids over to Richard's Ugh, house? Woof. Um, but yeah. So and then he's like, "What makes it worse is kind of remind me of a younger version of my mom." Oh my gosh. The, <laughs> and then so her shuttering the rest of the like. I know. <laughs> so I know. Funny. I love the part where they're sitting on the couch later and she, she just, just like shudders. Like, and that's how I feel, right? I get it. Yes. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. No, well, no. I, yeah, you say no, I get it. No, no, no. I can't. I cannot no, imagine. I but I did it. just shudder just now thinking about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the the one part I forgot is that when they're all like, "Ew, Monica, that's gross!" Like da 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 da, and she's like, "Okay, oh yes, left a guy at the altar, married a lesbian, uh, threw a, girl, threw a girl's leg, leg, in, the leg in the fire, fell in uh, love with a gay ice dancer, <laughs> live in a box," and I'm just like, "Well, <sighs> touche." Like. I can't remember who says it in a different episode. And they're like, your collective dating history amounts to like a pile of crap or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's really true. Like this is all the pot calling the kettle black. It's Um, true. But it doesn't make what she's doing any less creepy. But I think that's the point is she's kind of like she knows it's probably not a good idea. But she's like, hey. You guys weren't talked out of your worst mistakes right. either. So just Correct. let me make my mistake. You know, you just don't really have, have a like to s- Exactly. She's kind of like, I don't want to hear from you guys like the moral high ground right now. Right. Which I, I kind of You don't get have it. a wooden leg to stand on because you threw it in the fire, <laughs> Joey. Joey. Um, yeah. But yeah. So thankfully, we won't be seeing any more of Dr. Richard Timothy Burke Jr. <laughs> um, because woof. Um, not that he's woof, the situation is. Yeah. Um, and then he, finally, like, finally, we have the Secret thread Santa. that weaves this all together. Secret Santa and Monica and Phoebe are like, listen, so we don't have any money. So why don't we do Secret Santa? Oh, look, all your names are on a piece of paper. Here, let's pick well, one. If you watched this on Netflix or the cable version, they cut out the actual choosing of the names out of the hat right then and there. Oh. But I was like, wait a minute. I was like, oh, maybe that happens later. And I was like, no, no, I just cut it out. Yeah. So they cut it yes, out. Yes. They draw. Well, I don't think they actually do the drawing, but there she's like, what's this? Oh, it's everyone's names in a hat. And so yeah. then they, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they do Secret Santa. Um, and Which, just in case yeah. people are listening from different countries, um no for real secret santa we have some korean listeners so (laughs) um secret santa is when instead of like getting presents forever there's a couple different well i guess there's white elephant and secret santa white elephant is not really a thing people had heard of here as much but like secret santa is um you you draw a name and you buy that person a present and in america you tell them who it was that bought the present for them upon receiving the gift, right? Like you reveal it right away. Some people don't, which I don't understand. Like it has to be a secret forever. In New Zealand, they never tell. I was like, 
what? And they're like, yeah, that's state secret Santa. And they're like, well, how is it secret Santa in America? I'm like, well, it's a secret until you get the present. But I'm like, but I guess that is kind of like a very short lived secret because you get the present and then you immediately find out who it's from. But like, I like when you have to guess who it's from. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. But But the secret um, is you don't know who's getting you a present. Yeah, exactly. But in New Zealand, you like I bought somebody um, I got a gift. I've got two Secret Santa gifts, and to this day, I have no idea who gave them to me. Oh, that's so it's weird. Funny. It's a lot to go through life with. <laughs> like, you never get... That's so funny to me. Like, why is that worth keeping in your secret vault? Like, why do you have to carry that around? And to be honest, One though, day, they're they going to be like, oh, yeah, I got you. Secret- oh, crap. I wasn't supposed to tell you. It was... Um, They were both for work, and so they were kind of like not very meaningful presents, but yeah. it would be... I don't know. Anyway, that's how they do it. Well, and, I also yeah. feel like it's nice to be able to thank the person. That's exactly it. Whether so they kind of just go or not. They go okay, kind of thanks, like everybody. Yeah, you go. Wow, thank uh, you, whoever got me this. I really uh, like it. And you just have to kind of say it to the to the group. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, I think it's fun when you get to guess who gave it to you. Yeah, but and I then, also think it's fun just to not know who's getting you the gift and like. And then find out. At, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the anticipation of like, ooh, what am I gonna get? Who has me? But. Anyway, that's Secret Santa. So it's okay, not like CIA Santa. No, <laughs> it's just not like deathbed so Secret funny. Santa. <laughs> yeah, seriously. On your deathbed, you're like, tell. Oh, I was your I Secret Santa. Candle. <laughs> <laughs> Bessie's been dead for fifty years, and she went down with the secret of who she got the candle for. Um, and Joey, I can't. I don't know if they cut this out in your vision. He's like, I invented Secret Santa, and they're all like, Oh my gosh. No, and they then cut that out. Ross is, uh, Ross is like, ugh, you know, doing his disbelief thing. And Rachel's like, okay, well, you thought you invented Die Hard. And he's like, <laughs> don't make me show you the napkin. But I'm like, this is on the long list of things that Ross. Ross says he invented, he invented. Including got milk. Got milk. Should've but that's one down. that he goes, I should have written it down. It was yeah. really- <laughs> Die Hard. Don't make me show you the napkin. Aww. Um. But yeah, so they get, so we, let's see, who do we know gets who? So Chandler is trying to trade for Rachel. Yes. But we don't Phoebe know who Phoebe has he, Rachel. We don't Phoebe know who has, has Rachel. Though. Ross got Monica, but he already got her something for Hanukkah. Yes. So he was trying to switch. We, if I had like a piece of paper, we could probably figure this out given just no, that I think information. I think that's all we know though, because we know that Joey did not get Chandler, but we don't know who he got. So I think with that information, we could do logic games to figure out who has whom. Do you know what? We'll try to post. Should we try to post like a who got whom thing? Like, you know, those logic trees where it's like if you put X's and O's to figure out. Oh, I used to love those puzzles. I do. I do too. Okay. We'll figure this out. Sounds like an elevate game. Yes. Our Ashley and I do this. They did not sponsor us. Ashley and I do this game. Well, it's like a quiz more so called Elevate. Supposed to keep your brain sharp. It's pretty good, man. Um, It's pretty good. Only takes a couple minutes a day. It's free if you want it to be free. Yeah. It's Um, like three three games that's like math or reading or comprehension or listening mm -hmm. or like vocabulary. And yeah, it's pretty good. I I feel like it's Um, helped me be better with like quick division or like um yeah different yeah. things um so anyway uh okay so we'll figure out who has whom we'll fi- but we'll do that we'll later try we'll try to figure out whom has whom 
Um, but so Chandler wants Rachel. It's weird that he like already bought her a present, like a monogrammed present. Isn't that? I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's not that crazy. I guess maybe he had the idea and he was like, and she did just recently get that promotion, right? No, Um, not yet. Well, she was supposed to get it, but then Joanna died. No, that's the next episode. Was it? Yeah. Oh, the end, the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the next. Chandler's been dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Blue loop. Forget that I watch all these. Nobody's dead or promoted. (laughs) Okay, right. Um, Chandler just decides to get Rachel a briefcase. Yeah. Um, But it's really funny when Phoebe's like, "Oh, I'm bad at initials." The I I (laughs) would not have put together. Ross Geller and Rachel Green as the same initials like that never crossed my no, mind neither. other than this episode which is so funny mm. um but yeah so I love when he's like oh yeah I was I was trying to trade for Monica and he's like well I'm trying to trade for you and he's like oh what were you gonna give me he's like I don't know RG maybe something girly for your for office, your office. <laughs> <laughs> so funny um but it's it's then. mentioned to Ross that Yes. Rachel's difficult to shop for and she returns everything. Um, Thus the spiral. Which, you Ross. Know, Ross having don't, no Don't chill. tell Ross the stuff. Chandler, you know we can't I let just, it go. I know. So let's talk about this for a second. Um, we know it to be true that Rachel does, in fact, exchange and return a lot of things. Your thoughts? Yes. My thoughts? Your thoughts. Um, look, Yes I, is not a full thought. Sorry. <laughs> um, my thought is... Uh, I'm a very practical gift giver and receiver. Um, I prefer, I think we've both said this, I I think we both prefer gifts that are useful. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not like having things that sit on my shelves. Um, I do think the thought counts. And so I, I appreciate that. But I'm also like, why make somebody hang on to something that they don't value? Totally. That's more about you than it is yep. about them. And so if you're yep. wanting to give them a gift, don't give them the gift of having to carry crap around. Yes. So um, I'm. Yeah. that's my thoughts. Are you the same? I am the same. Um, did you ever read the Marie Kondo? No, I haven't. Like, I haven't. Okay. Mar- well, Marie you can skip it. I'll give you the bullet points. Um, but this this part was very freeing for me because she was like, the point of giving a gift is to like – just do that to give somebody a gift. Bring joy to um, a person to or bring let them know you're thinking of them. Yeah. Yes. And so even if you get rid of a gift after somebody gives it to you, it, yeah. the thought does count, but it is not your responsibility to carry that around forever. No, I agree. Um, and I think there are things that are different. Like if you get an heirloom piece from Oh grandma, my gosh, of course. Um, if you don't want it, maybe you should give it to someone else in the family rather than selling it. Yes. So I think there's a time and a place for like figuring out what's appropriate. But like somebody gets you something from a big box store and it's not something you need, yeah, return it. And I've even started to preface to people like, if this doesn't suit you – like, I want you to feel free to get something that does. Like, exactly. different color, the different style, whatever. Is I, want I want you, you to have, to have something, something you, like. you want. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm the same way. And so, I, yeah, I look, moving internationally, I think, helps too, which you know. And it's like, you just got to start getting rid of stuff. And so, yeah. I don't, and, and yeah, so even if I get a present and right away I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay, I don't need this. Like, 
I will, I, I don't necessarily re-gift it because that's a bit of a jerk move. Like, um, insert, you know, that if they're ever going to know about that or if the person who yeah. receives it, because then you're just, you're just continuing the cycle of crap, which is not yeah. nice. But I, I don't hang on to things that I don't need. And I also feel like with Ross, like, with that necklace, why are you mad at her that she doesn't wear gold? Like, that's actually, you know, I remember back in the day that was quite a big thing. Like, rose gold wasn't really around. And so it was either all your stuff was silver or all your stuff was gold. And like, maybe it was expensive, but okay. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get like, yeah, if it was an heirloom, then the piece itself is what has meaning. Otherwise, it's kind of just like, I love you so much that I got you like, this expensive thing and it's almost like the expense is kind of what you're trying to show how much she means to you so let her exchange up for something she actually wants totally um and you know when we get further in the episode when he just keeps he like once again cannot let sleeping dogs lie um she here's the mashed potatoes and chandler has the yams if you want to exchange them like i would i would knock him over in his chair i would just be so over it i know um but yeah so she storms off and comes back and is like here is all the stuff that actually matters ross yes things that meant something in our relationship not an overpriced necklace that i'm never gonna wear i could have i could have put that in this box but instead i exchanged it and used it for something that i actually want like because that gold necklace didn't have any meaning like fair enough yeah so and also once again you broke up so at that point i actually feel it's very fair game to get rid of (laughs) yeah you yes. don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think I was with anybody long enough to get jewelry from an ex-boyfriend, but if I was, if it's something I liked and used, I wouldn't feel obligated to get rid of it, but if it's something I only wore because he got it for me and we were together, I would get rid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if meaning, I just kept it yeah. because it's something that he gave me, I would get rid of it. And like, but again. But if it's something I liked, then sure, but. If it was his grandma's because, heirloom, yes. then maybe give it back to him. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I get that. Um, totally. When like when they're watching that commercial and she's like, "Ooh, I like those sunglasses," and he's like, "Like them, like them," or would like to have store credit and that amount, like them, and that's an example where it's like, "Hey, Ross, here's her saying what she actually likes." So instead of you going out and going, "Hmm, what do I think Rachel would like?" or "Yeah, oh, maybe she said she needs new sunglasses," like, pay attention if people are giving hints about what presents they actually want. Like, yeah. great. She's saying she likes them. So she would wear those, not like whatever knockoff sunglasses you decided to buy her because, you know, you weren't listening. I don't yeah. know. So, yeah, it's frustrating. And he, you know, has to have everything spelled out very obviously for him. And she does. So, um, yeah, which is good. And so she's anyway. like, you know, here's this thing from the first time, the first date, our first breakfast in bed you know like all that meaningful stuff and so he does he gets it and he gives it up but then she's like this is the from the museum a piece of dinosaur bone from the first time we were together and he's like okay you know you're not supposed to take those we actually have have like a whole team of people looking looking for that that. it's like a million years old i love that and he like tries to grab it and then just kind of like lets it go yeah um and once again, I mean, I guess that's one of the dinosaur emergencies he's always getting paged for. Mm-hmm. That is also um, an example, though, of I think that used to always bug me because I'm like, Rachel, that's really selfish. Like, you don't just take million dollar or million year old bones because you want a memento. Like, 
You know what I mean? I don't know. It bugs me yeah. that she thinks she's entitled to keep that. But maybe she could exchange it for something at the gift shop. Yeah, she should. <laughs> but yeah, so Ross, shut up for once. But and that's you can't. the end, isn't it? It is the end. Oh, well, I guess um, the end the end is them watching Chandler chasing after Kathy. But um, yeah, uh, what a fun filled episode it packed is. with great stuff. I also love there's the part. Towards the beginning where um, the girls are cooking and Chandler's like, okay, what time's the big game? And Phoebe's like, you don't have to do that. Chandler, Chandler Ross and Chandler are here. You can just watch the parade. Watch the parade. And he's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Oh, Chandler, I love um, it. Because there's another episode. It's much later on. I want to say it's like 8, 9, or 10 where they're watching the parade and he's like laughing. He's like, why do you come all the way from Kansas to drop the baton? Yeah. It's um, it's when he's living in Tulsa. Because remember, he's like, oh, Tulsa. That's near oh, me. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. That's, go. Yeah. go it's like Oilers two or... hours from Tulsa. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Do you think they're going to have Thanksgiving parade this year? I don't know. Do you know what? I, I could. Know. I mean, it's outdoors. So that's yeah. less risky than indoors. Gosh, but all those people, they're not going to have people allowed to stand around and watch. Maybe if they all wore masks, but. And like distanced. Like, you know, I mean, if families came mm-hmm. and kind of. And kind of keep the keep, although the thing is it's it's often not about the spectators it's about all the people it would take to put it on because totally. all the like um security guards and yeah. you know like traffic yeah. whatever is like they wouldn't be able to distance so well i just don't know how they would distance people on the streets I, it's always like shoulder to shoulder you know like people yeah i mean they do it here where they'll like put markings on the ground or where you're supposed to stand but yeah they'd have yeah. to go out there and be like stand on the right spot yeah i mean that's it's like different that, yeah, it's different when you're in line for coffee. True. Um, versus a like, parade. Yeah, where it's like, well, there's plenty of space. Like, why can't we just fill in? You know, I well, think that it would probably could, be easier for them to just say we're not doing it. I we're could not see them just people. televising it. But I guess like then how do you prevent people from coming out and yeah. trying to watch it live? Because it would be really cool if they did it and like, you know, people could look out their it. windows or like watch it on, on live stream. Um, well, I mean, you can already do that true but that but like that you know instead of going out there like everyone just stay yeah. home and watch it but well but the I don't thing know. is it's like only people on those few couple streets i think it just yeah. goes down madison avenue so if you yeah. don't live off madison avenue well that's what i'm saying everyone it. else would just live stream it but yeah. it who knows i mean it's as we're recording this it's july so who knows what's going to be happening in october I think the odds are not looking good, though. I'm sorry to say, Renee, in case you were planning on flying to New York for a... Thanksgiving's in November, Ashley. What did I say? October. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking about Halloween. Yes, true. Just all Um, the holidays we don't celebrate down here. Oh, sad. It's okay. Um, But yeah, I guess we're we're to be determined if we'll have a friend's Thanksgiving or not. And you know what? If we don't, we'll just... We'll have our own Thanksgiving. We'll just recount all our favorite moments from all our favorite yeah. episodes. I think the only year that the parade hasn't happened was during the war. Yeah. Well, didn't we read about that during the um, first Friends Thanksgiving episode in season one? So. The yeah, were the one where so. Underdog gets away. I, I think, think we so. read a bunch of fun facts about the parade. The war. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's this episode. Um, hopefully we'll have a parade. Hopefully Chandler will get to watch. 
Um, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Joey Ross and can stop Chandler harassing Rachel about what she returned. Hopefully, yeah. Joey and Chandler are friends again. <clears throat> hopefully, Monica stops dating her ex's children. <laughs> hopefully. Well, Only time will tell. Stay tuned and find out next week for episode nine, the one where they're going to party. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. It's good. It's an, uh, it's yeah, good. it's good. It's good. All right. We'll see you guys then. Thanks for coming. All right. See you then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>